today on Broadway for Wednesday, March 20th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And Diane Broadway stars James Marino. James, did you know that at 2.02 a.m. on Wednesday, March 20th, you, me, everybody listening, and the entire world will now be owned by Disney? Oh, of course. Yeah. Everything is owned by Disney at 12.02 a.m., which is such a random time. Disney officially takes over uh, Fox or what's left of Fox that it is buying, becoming the single entertainment provider in the entire world, basically. So uh, congratulations on to, on being acquired by Disney. We welcome our dark overlords. <laughs> now, what is not dark is the fact that everybody loves the fact that we talked about Budajic. Buttigieg. 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 There it is. Buttigieg yesterday. That was like the highlight. We got more mm-hmm. people talking to us on Twitter about Buttigieg than anything else. So uh, more uh, more Buttigieg talk. Uh, and and if, and lastly, before we get on to the news, tonight on the CW, um, 8, 7 Central, check your local listings, of course, they will air their annual musical episode. Last year, it was Carried the Musical. This time, it is the you know, not that dissimilar Heather's have a slight little clip from the show in the show notes if you want to check that out. I don't watch Riverdale, but I love Heather's, so I'm going to I'm gonna set the DVR uh, to record that so I can watch it uh, after it airs tonight. All right. Uh, if I were to ask you, do you know who the largest Disney shareholder is? Um, yes, uh, it is. Um, it, it was, was it Steve Jobs' wife? Yes, Lorraine Powell. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good for her. Yeah. So in the end, it's everybody's iPhone paying for Disney. So. Yeah. Or everybody's paying for iPhones one way or the other because everybody gives their money to Disney in one way or another. Exactly. All right. Uh, so first up in the news, uh, little Groundhog Day here. The Tony Awards announced their host. Yes, James, breaking from recent tradition of being turned down by everybody that they ask. <laughs> Yesterday, Variety exclusively reported that the Tony Awards are going back to the previous hosting well for their 2019 MC as 2016 host, late night star and Tony winner himself, James Corden, will return to helm the ceremony in June on his home network of CBS. The awards will be broadcast on Sunday, June 9th. And while a lot of the hipper folks amongst us wanted to see John Mulaney host after he admitted that he would be up for it, Corden is always the no-brainer, and as far as I'm concerned, for CBS, since he is one of the network's most bankable personalities, James. Um, I, I know late-night hosts, whomever they are, tend to eventually wear out their welcome a little bit. We saw it with Leno. We've seen it with Fallon and, and Corden and Colbert and all that stuff. But when it comes to having somebody who can do one of these shows who really genuinely loves and knows theater – uh, James Corden is really the only guy to turn to, as far as I can tell. Uh, you know, I don't know if Colbert ever really wore out his welcome. I mean, I would love to have Colbert host the Tonys. Well, I didn't mean that. I mean, just in terms of the public consciousness, they all kind uh, of yeah. aren't, aren't the hot guy anymore. But as I believe Robbie Rizell pointed out to us, the Tonys has a longstanding rule that you cannot host the Tonys unless you've been on Broadway. Colbert has never been on Broadway. So uh, that would be the one hang up, apparently, because we've talked about it before. I thought that Colbert would be a the obvious choice as well. But um, apparently that is not the case because uh, he's never actually been on Broadway, done some theater related stuff, but never been on Broadway. 
So, you know, there's two ways to fix that. Uh, make the exception and change the rule or make uh, the Ed Sullivan Theater uh, a Broadway show, a Broadway house. Or put Colbert into a Broadway show. You know, he could be yeah, the, I, he could voice over something and have an oh, official Broadway credit or something. You could you could make him one of the digital voices in Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yeah, or if, if whenever there's a How to Succeed revival or something. The executive producers of uh, the Tony Awards can say, uh, say, you know why that is? Because I'm president. <laughs> Thank you, uh, David Diggs says. Thomas Jefferson. David. That's right. We're going to talk about him in a minute. We are. Oh, wow. I'm empathing that. All right. Uh, next up. This was a interesting thing. Turn of events here. Next up in the news, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story film casts two more Broadway alums. Yeah, James, uh, he did. Yesterday, Deadline reported that Steven Spielberg had found the people to play his lawmen in his upcoming West Side Story remake in the form of two regular stars of both stage and screen. First, Tony nominee Brian Darcy James will play the oft-sung-about Officer Krupke, while regular Broadway, off-Broadway, and Shakespeare in the Park star Corey Stoll will play Lieutenant Shrank. These two theater alums will join Rita Moreno, Ansel Elgort, Rachel Ziegler, Ariana DeBose, David Alvarez, and Josh Andres Rivera in the film. The only other principal casting still to be announced uh, that I can think of is that of Riff. Uh, I'm still holding out for uh, Russ Tamblin to reprise his role from the previous film. Uh, filming will begin this summer, and of course, the completely and utterly unrelated to Eva Van Hova-directed revival of West Side Story is set to begin performances in a Schubert theater uh, maybe a Schubert-owned Broadway theater, perhaps even the Broadway theater uh, this coming December. I tripped up myself. I confused myself mm, with my yeah. own syntax in the script there. Um, but that is coming to a Broadway theater in December. No casting has been announced for that. But with Evo Van Hova, I'm sure that's all going to be played by, I don't know, cats or something. Well, he can get King Kong to do it. <laughs> yeah, they might not be able to get King Kong out of the theater at Broadway. This At the Broadway is, theater. This is true. So uh, tangentially to this story, um, Brian Darcy James is not only known as one of the uh, nicest yes. people on Broadway. Yes. Um, but also easy on the eyes to many, many people. Um, the photograph that Theater Mania used of Brian Darcy James... <laughs> Could they not find a better one? I I'm, so, I'm sorry. Who? What? Who? Uh, this uh, this uh, uh, theater mania website. It's a, I'm unfamiliar. It's unfamiliar. It's it's it, they are big in Nebraska. <laughs> big. Okay. Big. Everybody in Nebraska reads theater mania. Did not know that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what do we have in recommendations? I've got two things. The first one's really short, but always exciting because uh, over at Broadway World, we had an exclusive apparently shot on a uh, Motorola Razor from uh, 2006. <laughs> but it was an excuse, exclusive video of Sherry Renee Scott and Norbert Leo Butts rehearsing for their upcoming Feinstein's 54 Below gig. Uh, they were singing a song called Save It For Later by the English Beat. Uh, check that out. Really short. Not great quality uh, video wise, but always cool to see those two singing together. They are joined by uh, a guitar player and a dog. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be uh, at Feinstein 54 Below from April 26th through May 2nd. Uh, and then the other video is earlier this week. This is something we don't see very often. At Early when they started rehearsals, Hades Town did um, kind of this event at a club. I don't remember where it is. And they, they did some performances. But yesterday or on Monday now, uh, on Monday, they actually invited people to the Walter Kerr Theater and they did fully staged numbers on the stage. That's not something that we see. Mm-hmm. We will have uh, some highlights from different performances. And it's actually the highlights I have are from uh, Theater Mania's YouTube channel. So I am familiar with them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those are really cool. I'm I'm love compl- Theater Mania. Yeah, no, of course. Sure. Um, Whenever I'm, I'm going to a- Paper, Paper Mill Playhouse, I read Theater Mania. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so really cool. I love it. Um, and, and great for theater mania. I'm sorry that they don't have the uh, drama desks anymore. Hmm. All right. What do we have in other news? All right. So first, in a completely unsurprising announcement, the Roundabout Theater Company made official that they would be extending their recently opened Broadway revival of Kiss Me, Kate, by four extra weeks. As we have often surmised, instead of its run ending on June 2nd, the show will now close on June 30th. And while, James, of course, anything can happen, I wouldn't bank on any other extensions as the show's leading lady, Kelly O'Hara, is slated to return to the role of Anna and the King and I opposite Ken Watanabe with their UK cast uh, that is also Olivier Award nominated in Japan at the Tokyo Theater Orb from July 11th through August 4th of this year. Cutting it a little close, but she's done the show quite a bit. I'm sure she can get back up to speed with the rest of them. Of course, if things go really well for Kiss Me Kate, they could have somebody take over her role for a month or so if they really wanted to, but uh, I I don't know that I would count on the show running without Kelly. Oh, I'll just ask her at brunch. (laughs) Actress friend brunch, 2,500 bucks. 2,500 bucks. You can have breakfast with... Brunch with Kelly O'Hara and Laura Benanti and some other folks. Oh, fair enough. Ooh, Definitely. Wait, let, let's give us Actors Fun plug here. Let's find that little thingy, Actors Fun. I'll, I'll keep talking. You find it. Okay. okay. Good. All right. Next up, while James is looking through his emails from the I'll Believe It When I See It department, yesterday it was announced that the Leslie Brickus and Frank Wildhorn musical Jekyll and Hyde is in development for a big screen adaptation, something that has, believe it or not, been announced before. With a script by Birdman Oscar winner, as well as the book writer for On Your Feet and the Bodyguard musical, Alex Dinalaris, the film will allegedly be the first production under Dinalaris's new development company called Lexicon. Like I said, James, I'm not counting on this one until I see tickets on sale, and even then, I won't be 100% sure. So did you find it? I did find it. Uh, so, uh, Sunday, March 31st, 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. on the Upper West Side in somebody's residence. Join wow. Tony Award winner Kelly O'Hara, Tony Award winner Laura Benanti, Tony Award nominee Stephanie J. Block, Tony Award winner Christine Ebersole, SAG Award winner Chris, Chris Sullivan. Who? This is us. Uh, he was also the original uh, Hermes in the off-Broadway version of Town. Oh, I saw him. All right. Uh, and uh, Seth Rudetsky uh, for uh, brunch, um, $2,500. I'm just saying I will be in town on Sunday, uh, March 31st. If I can get out of – if I can get done with brunch in order to get 
downtown to see We Are the Tigers at 2 p.m., I'm more than happy to go if anybody wants to take me as their plus one. Mm, yeah. So I should uh, uh, let me get the more details about this Sunday. We'll throw it in the uh, it's the actressfund.org. We'll put it in the show notes if you're really interested in this. Uh, tickets are really $250 to uh, the brunch, uh, food, drinks, and performances. $500 ticket for a thank you note. A uh, ticket and a thank you note from Kelly, thousand dollar ticket uh, with a photo with Kelly, and a twenty five hundred dollar ticket, thank you note, professional photo, and request a song from Kelly and Seth's repertoire to be be performed wow. at the bunch brunch. So, uh, two fifty to twenty five hundred dollars. The Actress Fund, great uh, cause, and Kelly O'Hara. Oh, on the Actress Fund website, there's more. Kate Baldwin's there too. Fancy. Uh, Will Chase is there too. Uh, Matthew Morrison. This is not in the email. So I went from the email to the uh, Actress Fund website. So maybe they're putting people, putting more people into this benefit uh, even after the email went out. Where's Stokes? Uh, Stokes. Uh, Just saying. Running the Actress Fund. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> he should, should be in there somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So back to the news in the uh, story that we mentioned earlier about the great and the good David Diggs. One thing that I can be sure of is that the day before it officially opens, the public theater announced that it had again extended Suzanne Laurie Parks's new play White Noise starring David Diggs. It is now set to run through May 5th instead of the recently announced extension date of April 21st. Whether Broadway is in its future or not still remains to be seen. And finally, yesterday, the Broadway premiere of the Beetlejuice musical announced that every Tuesday during previews, fans will have a chance to win a weekly lottery for $33.33 tickets. However, as to be expected with Beetlejuice, ain't nothing easy. This isn't a normal lottery. Instead of just showing up and putting your name in a bucket or entering online, participants will be able to enter at the Winter Garden Theater at 5 p.m. to participate in a 5.30 game show. Two contestants will be selected, apparently, and the winner will get two free tickets, while the runner-up, or loser, or however you want to call them, uh, will be able to buy $33.33 tickets, and 14 other people will be randomly selected to have the ability to purchase a pair of tickets at that discounted price as well. Seems like a lot of trouble to go through for a lottery, but it is just for the four weeks of previews, James. So why not? Do a little bit, get a little pub. Can't imagine this is the next ham for ham, but, you know, sure, why not? If you walk up to the box office and you look at them straight in the eye and say, Buttigieg, 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 <laughs> they'll give you $33.33 tickets. I have a feeling you might not even need to do that, but that's just me prognosticating. <laughs> There's that, too. All right. So uh, have we reached the end? We have. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us. And Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. Now, you see, 15 minutes and change, it didn't get creepy. <laughs> you got to keep that in there. I hope you were still recording.